Thanks for listening to Embodied Astrology. You're tuning in to the audio horoscopes for Gemini season in 2021. Something new we're trying out this season is transcriptions. If it works better for you to read than listen, you can now find the written text for your horoscopes at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscopes section. Embodied Astrology horoscopes are offered for free. Your donations and subscriptions support this work and sustain the people who make it happen. You can find more information about the extended content subscription in the show notes or on our website. Other ways to support this work include sharing it with your friends and networks and leaving affirmative reviews on your listening platforms. Thank you so much for your support. Hello, Cancer. Welcome to your month ahead audio horoscope for Gemini season, May 20th through June 20th, 2021. My name is Renee. I'm the astrologer here at Embodied Astrology. I'm also a somatic movement educator and embodied intuitive. I do my best to blend these perspectives and languages in my readings for you. As you listen, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. Make the meaning that's meaningful for you. Take what works and leave the rest. I always recommend that people tune in with horoscopes for their sun and their rising signs. If you don't know all your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com. Okay, so Gemini is the sign that comes before yours, and it occupies, therefore, an important place in your chart that is uh, kind of like an energy that comes before yours. And that energy that comes before you is the energy of everythingness. It's the energy of the dream that you're waking up from and going back into. So this place represents in a lot of ways your deep psyche, your unconscious, but also the totality in some ways of your being that is so far beyond your identity and, and who you think yourself to be. This is a place that isn't about thought. It's a place that's about feeling and intuiting and perceiving through nonlinear channels. Gemini season is bringing a lot with it. We have two eclipses coming up as well as a couple of different planets stationing retrograde. And so there's a lot of changing energy in this season and you can take advantage of all of the changing energy, all of the back and forth energy by letting it help you attune with this nonlinear kind of dream-like space. So a couple of suggestions just right off the bat. This is an amazing time for you to be keeping a dream journal. And if you're not a person who writes down your dreams, then I would definitely recommend that even just for these 30 days of Gemini season, that you get some paper and pen and place it next to your bed. And when you wake up in the morning, just jot down your first impressions, anything that you can remember, even the feeling that you have when you wake up, just start to um, build a relationship with a part of your consciousness that is more in the unconscious. Some people don't have an easy time writing down their dreams and they find it easier to record. So you could keep your phone or another kind of audio recorder close to you and whenever you wake up, just first thing, kind of um, get those impressions down. 
You can also work intentionally with your dreaming space. Um, I have really enjoyed taking workshops with Blanca Villalobos and she's a dream conduit who uh, offers workshops several times a year and I don't think that Blanca has any workshops coming up in the near future but they may have resources and I know that Blanca has a Patreon where they offer um, kind of like regular insight into dreaming and working with dreams so you might want to check Blanca out on Instagram or just um, Google their name, B-L-A-N-C-A, last name V-I-L-L-A-L-O-B-O-S. And there may be other resources that are great for working with dreams or working with the liminal kind of like halfway between waking and sleeping state. You can also move into this state uh, intentionally through certain forms of meditation, through activities like going to a float tank or uh, being in a bath or just lying down outside somewhere, when you let your consciousness expand and drift and start to tune in with your associative mind, um, you know, if you go outside and lie down and look up at the sky and watch the clouds and just notice like, what are you seeing in the clouds? What stories are you telling? What symbols are you picking up in nature? Um, Notice the nonlinear information that comes in, the non-logical information. This is an amazing time for you to work with developing your intuition. And all year long in 2021, you have a lot of support for opening up uh, intuitive pathways. This is also a time when there may be things that are happening deep inside of you or around you that are really significantly shifting your consciousness, but they're happening in ways that are too deep or too dispersed at this time to really articulate or describe um, you know, clearly, but you feel them. You feel that something is changing. You feel that things are shifting. And just notice, you don't need to do anything about this, but just notice how you're changing. Notice how you attune with information and perception. Notice where there is instigation for you to change. If there are ways of being that are problematic in your life that you're getting feedback about, that you have um, kind of like repetitive frustration with, then you might just kind of get curious about building a, a practice of noticing and waking yourself up in those moments of noticing. And in, 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 in that, just in that, of noticing when you're like in a repetitive state that you don't want to be in, something can change. This is similar in some ways to how people practice lucid dreaming, which is something that you might also be interested in at this time. Um, and one way to practice is by... Uh, all day long at various times during the day asking yourself if you're dreaming and some people use certain objects or signifiers to provoke this kind of question like every time you see a bird you're going to ask yourself if you're dreaming every time you get a phone call ask yourself if you're dreaming and then in your dreaming state you might see a bird or get a phone call in your dream and then in your dream, you go, am I dreaming? And that's when you wake up inside of your dream. And so your conscious mind can start to participate in collaboration with the unconscious landscape. 
And if you are awake inside of your dream, you can explore all kinds of adventures and states and, um, you know, travel well beyond the bounds of material reality and time and space. And I feel like this is really what you want right now and what is supportive for you. And there's just so many gifts when you give yourself that time and space to tune in with the liminal ephemeral realms. So again, anything that can help you do that, meditation, uh, putting yourself into some kind of hypnosis or a trance for some people, um, certain kinds of substances or plant allies can help, working with your dreams, working with your breath, um, lots of, of possibilities for you here. The first 10 days of Gemini season <clears throat> from May 20th until the 30th bring uh, a lot of this kind of energy for you. And so there is um, a, a kind of push for you right now to expand your consciousness and your awareness. And this means that you're being asked to pay attention to things that you might not normally pay attention to or to expand your awareness around things that you usually pay attention to, but now you need to to bring your attention in a different way. You can grow in leaps and bounds right now by working with guidance and teachers or practices that can help you achieve these states. If there are um, spiritual practices or um, books that you love or ideas that you've been wanting to explore or teachers that you're compelled by, now is a time to seek them out and to bring them into your daily life. You are really wanting to grow right now. And I, I feel like you're, you're making um, important shifts in your consciousness that then are going to manifest in the way that you're working in the world and the way that you're attending to your relationships and the way that you're taking up space um, in your community, in, in your offerings, um, whether that's your career or other aspects of, of how you might be shaping yourself, forming yourself in this world. On May 23rd, Saturn stations retrograde in Aquarius. Saturn will be retrograde until early October. In many of your horoscopes so far in 2021, I've spoken to this restructuring that you're doing within the places of intimacy, vulnerability, and trust in your important relationships. This retrograde is very much a part of this restructuring. During these uh, five months or so, you are invited to really look at some of the ways that you have been trying to restructure over the last five months, five or six months, and how's it been going? <laughs> have, you, have you been successful? Are there places where you need to return to some kind of agreement, where you need to rework a particular kind of understanding? Um, this is a time when it's very useful for you to be working with either a therapist or some kind of ally or space that can help you do some deep exploration of your patterning around intimacy, around sharing, trust, vulnerability, sexuality, um, how you work with the more uncomfortable emotions that arise when we're in relationship and particularly important relationships, whether they're 
partner relationships or business relationships or family relationships, but anytime there's any negotiation of power or any kind of exchange, if you are feeling scared, if you're feeling insecure, if you have jealousy, um, these are feelings that have a lot of potency for you right now to be working and reworking. And so when you have support for yourself to work with them, you can get more competent with them. You can gain capacity to work with them and through them. During Saturn's retrograde, it's important that you are uh, doing the work to be accountable to yourself and to your relationships and that you're not shying away from the more challenging conversations uh, or invitations that you might be either giving or getting right now. This is not necessarily an easy time for Cancerian people in relationships it's not necessarily a not easy time, like you're, you're doing a lot of growth, but it does require you to be honest and it does require you to meet your edges and to really push into them because you want to grow right now. On May 26th, there is a full moon and lunar eclipse in Sagittarius at five degrees of Sag. If you have any natal placements or points in Sagittarius in the early part of the sign, definitely take note of them and consider their meanings with this eclipse. This is an eclipse and full moon that is inviting you to release ways of being that are no longer helpful for you and maybe never were. There are um, signifiers here that you want to be letting go of um, belief systems that keep you oriented in your daily life to ways of performing labor or jobs that you might have or responsibilities that you might keep that are inappropriate for you. As a cancer being, I'm just going to say you probably do a fair amount of emotional labor. You probably give a fair amount of emotional space. You might take on jobs, particularly caretaking, that are not always what you need to be doing. I think it's important here to note that not just cancers, hashtag not all cancers, um, I think anybody that finds themselves kind of uh, seeking to care for others and like instinctually moving towards emotional labor, that it's really important to um, actually give the time to explore whether or not that is what is being asked of you. And you might think that's what someone's asking for. So if someone is expressing pain, you know, or discomfort, or they're going, they're having a hard day, you might think that in them expressing to you that they're asking you to be cared for. But just as likely, they just need to express. And the care that they might need is just like, a, you know, a half an hour of somebody listening. That's an example, okay? Just an example. I'm curious about where you take on work that that you're not being asked to do and that also is not yours to do. It feels to me as I tune in with your chart that there are some ideas about who you should be or um, who others want you to be that, that you want to be tuning in with right now because I don't know if you're always seeing them accurately and it feels like you might be signing up for jobs that not only you don't want, but that other people don't need you to take. 
beyond this kind of more abstract, you know, space of emotional labor and caretaking, day-to-day responsibilities, chores that you're doing, jobs that you have and labor that you perform, this is an opportunity for you to clarify how you want to be using your time and energy. There's also an opportunity around this eclipse for you to let go of ways of being in your body and around your health that are no longer serving you. Plenty of people have ideas about how they should eat and what kind of exercise they should do and what kind of regimen they need to have that are coming from some kind of external source that don't actually match their internal needs. This is a great time for you, again, to be tuning in with your intuition, with your inner knowing, and really trying to align your efforts, the efforts that you make in your day-to-day and the material mundane reality with your inner knowing. And so if you are habitually moving past your intuition, if your intuition is saying you need rest and you're like, no, you're going to go for a run, then you are habitually gaslighting yourself, right? You're telling yourself that you need something that you don't need or that you're wrong for feeling the way that you're feeling. Tune in with those kinds of experiences wherever you find them in yourself. If there's a disconnect, a dissonance between your intuition about something and then the action that you take or the belief that you have around the action that you should take, that is a really valuable observation and you want to explore it and you want to ask yourself, why do you think that is true? If you can find a good reason that it's true, (laughs) ask yourself to investigate that reason. Who, Who gave you that reason? Where are you getting it? How are you backing it up? Look for evidence. I'm going to guess that with a lot of these examples, you're not going to find a good reason. And you're going to be like, I don't know. I don't know why I think this is true. It's something about a value system. So try something else. On May 29th, Mercury stations retrograde in Gemini. Mercury is the planetary ruler of Gemini. This is an important Mercury retrograde to pay attention to all the Mercury retrograde things like your communications important contracts or agreements that you're making, decisions that you're making, etc. We all want to move slow, as slowly as possible during this time, and be really conscientious about how we are engaging with communication, how we are interpreting and perceiving others' communications, and what kind of decisions we're making. Especially for you, because of Gemini's placement in your chart, I want to suggest that It's really important for you to suspend judgment as much as possible during this time while simultaneously really trying to pay attention to your intuition. Intuition and judgment are not always the same thing. They can quickly become conflated though. So we can have a feeling about something and then immediately tell a story and validate our own feeling about it and look for proof, right? Confirmation bias. So this is a great time for you to be investigating your feelings. Why are you perceiving things the way that you perceive them? During Mercury retrograde, it is uh, highly advisable that you take time to get quiet with yourself. Um, Again, to do this work around dreaming, meditating, having some kind of space of retreat for yourself to tune in and deeply listen. 
May 30th uh, through June 3rd or 4th, we get a lot of support for the water signs, including Venus moving into your sign. Venus will transit Gemini from June 2nd until the 27th. It's a fairly short transit, but a sweet one. Venus in your sign is a very lovely boost and great support. This is a good time for you to appreciate yourself, to enjoy yourself, to feel beautiful, to feel luscious, and to think about how you can support your body, your being, your identity, and really um, holding and growing and emitting and emanating the, the love that you are and the love that you have to give. The last two weeks of Gemini season, June 5th through the 20th, turn up the volume on uh, the tension of change. And there are several aspects in those two weeks that I think a lot of people will be responding to. And we should just be prepared during this time, as we should be in general in 2021, that it's a lot. People are just going through a lot. There's there's a lot. There's a lot in the world. There's a lot for everybody. Um, and people are oscillating a lot and they're up and down and they're in and out and one day they're feeling great and the next day they're feeling awful and if you happen to be feeling that way try and take it in stride again you want to give yourself time and space to tune in with your inner self I think that will really help um, to stabilize fluctuations if they're coming up on June 10th, we have a new moon and solar eclipse that will be conjunct with Mercury retrograde in Gemini. This is a really powerful new moon and eclipse. Um, during eclipse times, it is generally recommended that you chill the F out, that you don't try and force anything, that you're not performing elaborate new moon rituals to try and call in energy in some particular way, but that you're actually just really trying to tune in with what is happening and involve yourself in the flow of life. Especially for you with Gemini's placement in your chart, please take this new moon day off. June 10th, figure it out now. Don't go to work that day. Make sure that you can take some time to get quiet, to be with yourself, to breathe deeply, to tune in. There are lots of potential openings for you this day. Um, and certainly in the two weeks between the eclipses from May 26th through June 10th, lots of opening for you to really have some profound realizations and breakthroughs. Lots of opening for you to increase your capacity with psychic energy and intuitive energy. And very likely, a lot of energy that wants to move through you. And if you find that you are overcome with emotion, or if you're feeling really symptomatic in some way, you're like, whoa, I feel really weird. What's going on with me? Chalk it up to the eclipse. Go take a bath. Go take a nap. Chill the F out and let it move through you. June 14th, there is an important aspect occurring. This is the square between Saturn and Uranus. 
Saturn is in Aquarius, Uranus is in Taurus. This square happens three times in 2021, in February, in June, and in December, and it really is the hallmark astrology of this year. It describes the need to move into the future with care for what has happened in the past. We need to take calculated risks and move courageously into new systems while taking care of the systems that are breaking down and need to be reformed and restructured. For you, this energy is manifesting very strongly in the realm of relationships, intimacies, trust, and how you move forward in your relationships into the future. All levels of relationships are on the table here, including relationships to people who you don't know, but who you would involve yourself with in some way, shape, or form as you think about your extended networks and communities and how you are both impacted by and how you impact the, the layers of relationship that extend out uh, through all of your relations, past, present, future, six degrees of separation between you and anybody else in the world, right? The way that you show up for accountability is so important right now. You are being tested and you are being challenged to be honest, to be reliable, to be... Um, accountable to your own energy, to be accountable to processes that you are part of. You are being asked to work clearly with boundaries to understand for yourself where you want to give and what you want to get. You are being asked to pay attention to where you shut down and avoid and block cancer with the hard shell and the sharp claws. Do you really need to close yourself down like that? What would happen if you took a breath into your heart and decided to trust another person? For those of you who flip-flop between the hard shell and sharp claws and then your soft, you know, receptive, caring, including states, what would happen if you spoke clearly about your emotional needs and asked for care and boundaries from the people who you need them from? This square is all about you setting yourself up for the future in the kinds of relationships that you want to have. I definitely want to say that this includes institutional relationships and work-related relationships. I definitely want to say that this includes any kind of exchange or transfer of resources. Um, you need to be paid and compensated for your labor appropriately. If someone is giving a lot to you, you also need to give to them. How do you exchange? You are in exchange all the time with the world at large. How do you wanna be participating in this world? You're being asked right now to show up for your relationships on all levels. That doesn't end with the people who you know firsthand. Okay. I think I'm going to leave it there for now. I hope any or all of that is helpful and interesting for you. If you'd like more information about your astrology, check out the 2021 Year Ahead reports. I have them available for all 12 signs. They're hour and a half long readings that go through the major movements, opportunities, and challenges of 2021 with suggestions for working with them. I also have an extended content subscription and every month I give my subscribers month ahead calendars and tools for working with astrology in their own charts. 
You are also invited to my twice a month subscriber only meetups and workshops where I lead you in embodiment and self-awareness practices to understand astrology through an experiential lens. We do chart work. There's a beautiful community that's growing and a lot of space to ask questions and have conversations. You can follow me on Instagram at Embodied Astrology for regular astro updates. And if you appreciate this work, please, please, please support it. The number one way to support it is by sharing it with your friends and family. Leaving five-star ratings and reviews on iTunes helps people find this podcast. And of course, financial donations sustain this work. Um, you help me make the time and do the research that goes into these horoscopes. You support my team that helps it get out into the world. So please consider leaving a one-time tip or signing up to become a monthly subscriber. Thank you so much for listening. I am wishing you all the best in Gemini season and beyond. Much love. Bye for now.